Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately for greater yields and more profit. This episode is brought to you by ADS, Advanced Drainage Systems. Soil, sunlight, and water are the three most important resources in crop production. Let ADS help manage your water resource in a productive and sustainable manner. Advanced Drainage Systems, their reason is water. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you give us a few minutes of your life and we will shorten your learning curve by days, weeks, months, even years. We're talking to AgroLiquid. They make every nutrient that your crop needs and they are out here in the field. We're talking about corn applications of their products on corn, how Kevin Matthews of Matthews Family Farms used it. You're going to learn a lot about some of the agronomic uh, applications and the results. What problems did they fix. That's what we're getting to here. What problems do you have that AgroLiquid could fix? What things did Kevin learn by using these products and what are his expectations for this corn crop behind us? That's what we're covering today. I've got Galen Beer. He's with AgroLiquid. I've got Kevin Matthews of Matthews Family Farms here at a field day in North Carolina. Mr. Matthews farms about 7,000 acres, 6,000 plus acres here and we are in front of what he hopes to be award-winning record-setting corn and this is Stephanie. I'm going to look at it. Zelenko. Stephanie Zelenko, it used to be a game on prices, right? Uh, Plinko. Plinko, yeah, right. Yeah. Similar. That's why it's in my head. Stephanie Zelenko is an agronomist with AgroLiquid. They're a Lansing, Michigan based company, but it doesn't matter where they are because if you need what they have, you can get it anywhere and you probably do need what they have because it's going to help you be more productive. Tell us what your products are and then we're going to talk about how they were used to create this cornfield behind us. Products, products. Go ahead, products. She was here when the products went on, so let's talk about the business. Yeah, so uh, AgroLiquid, as you mentioned, we do make every product or every nutrient that a crop needs during its uh, life cycle. So we can take a farm like Kevin's here, look at a soil test and kind of start from that soil test, take inventory of what's out here and start predicting where he should be spending his money. So we're obviously going to look at some of your primary nutrients followed by those micronutrients. What I like is uh, Stephanie was saying before we hit record that over here um, in another chunk of corn, there's five different trials going on and those are all based on v- different varying rates of f- fertilizer and and then different products within the fertilizer uh, striations am I right yep for sure and we looked at that soil test like Galen mentioned and we kind of picked and chose some of our key products so we did a phosphorus product spring up and then a potassium calcium product which is a newer product for us capitalize and then a micronutrient package micro 500 and mix those all together different rates different combinations for those five different trials we got three different different things that have happened on this corn behind me using agro agroliquid products. We've got an infuro uh, product that went in the day that Kevin planted this, right? Correct. And then you did a foliar when they were when the crop was a certain height and then you've got something that's going through your drip irrigation. Can you kind of take us through what you've used and how you applied it? Yeah, well, you know, we've used so much stuff. I mean, I relied on Stephanie there. I mean, they was pouring things in there and I was like, you know, if you stop my planter up, I'm, I'm not going to be happy. They did not. They, you know, the products mixed. The compatibility was well. Um, we've had troubles in the past with certain calcium products not wanting to mix well, and sure. and their Liberate calcium, just I mean, it went in flawlessly. We didn't have any issues with it, but we got to make money with it, and so. 
I was worried we we're putting all this stuff out here we're gonna have a return and looking at the tissue samples in the big block over there where right. we've got all the trials it's pretty interesting how we've pulled some levels and maintained them and um, we've also we run some more uh, capitalized which is their potassium product through the drip because that's something that these guys don't get a chance to do often is uh, see if you can move that plant nutrition needle through the drip irrigation because there's there's not that much subsurface drip out sure, a lot of people aren't using, uh, you know, like you've got Netafim subsurface drip irrigation, and it's more been used historically, I'm told, like in almond plantations in California where they're not doing the same kind of fertility at all. So you're able to do something for them that they haven't been seeing a lot of in the corn and soybean marketplace, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you kind of have that uh, opportunity to correct things in season. We're used to, you kind of put it, the inventory of nutrients out there ahead of the season. And and hope, like last and all hope like heck it was the right thing. And that's right. Now, he, Kevin can pull those tissue tests and if we see something, I mean, you can foliar feed. He's got the drip tape out here, so may as well take advantage of that and feed some through there. All right, you're obviously a record-setting farmer. You want to have really amazing crops, but everybody that's listening to this also wants to have really amazing crops. Uh, when I was a kid, we talked about NPK. You know, I I'm just there. want to farm again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. next year's crop. Uh, yeah. yeah, you want to live to fight uh, yeah. another day. You want to live to fight yeah. another day. Yeah. So I'm a kid there in FFA learning about crop production, and, and we knew a little bit about these micronutrients, but really it's about NPK and then uh, atrazine. So if you could just, you know, make sure you had lots of nitrogen and then, and by God's run out there, what was it, Dual or uh, some of these other, uh, these, you know. Some these, dicamba, yeah, some you of, know. Some of these other atrazine products, yeah. yeah, it'll cost much. Fling it everywhere. Yeah. We're a lot more precise about our chemistry because of the environmental pressure. We're a heck of a lot better about getting the nutrients where we need them. And we're all of a sudden talking about things like calcium and manganese. I'm like, you're going back to chemistry here. Manganese, Stephanie, what's the story? Why do we need manganese? <laughs> so now we're pushing those higher yields. You know, before we were happy with 150 bushel corn, and now it's a disappointment um, in those areas that had that yield potential if they end up with 150. We were pushing 250 or 300. So those micronutrients and those secondaries become more important. And that's the advantage of agroliquid. We have all those individual micros and secondaries, so we can go ahead and do that prescription approach and put those into that fertility program throughout the season. I'm wondering, in addition to we're going to talk about the micronutrients, Kevin tells me that he speaks and hears at a certain southern level, and you speak at three and a half times his oh, cadence. Absolutely. When you work with him, does he just nod and you he just does. do it? That's how we get things done. You, you speak at a cadence that's a good three times. Damien, uh, I got a good wife, and we get along great, and you know how. I don't argue with the ladies. <laughs> I have a pretty quick cadence, but you, you're making me yeah. look like a slow talker. Okay, manganese and that Micro 500 product you mentioned, it's got five micronutrients. Explain me that. All right, so it's kind of developed as a, a basic micro package. Zinc, iron, copper, boron, and manganese are those five micronutrients. One to two quarts per acre, kind of that maintenance, and then we can go ahead and make adjustments with that rate or add other products in if you see a deficient micronutrient. What problem did it, okay, you were a kid. They put you on a corn planter, I don't know, you were 18, you know, you skipped school to plant corn one day. Did your old man talk to you about, hey, we got to make sure we get enough zinc on that corn prop? I don't think that they did. I was the guy that carried the sacks and poured in the planter. Uh, yeah, you were the one sitting on the tractor. <laughs> no, no, I didn't get to drive the tractor. Yeah, you were the, you were the, you were the utility man. Actually, when we bought a new planter with a computer on it, my uncle, he said, I'm done, I ain't running that thing. So that was, what, 20 years ago? 1998. Yeah, okay, yeah. 23 years ago. Yeah. You, um... 
saw a problem and Galen or Stephanie said, we can fix that with these micronutrients. What problem did micronutrients fix that we weren't even aware we had 25 years ago? Well, actually for us, it was the potassium. It actually wasn't a micronutrient that we seen and uh, we had extremely high calcium numbers, um, but the uh, the micronutrients, there's a synergistic effect in how you can get that plant uptake. and. With the drip, we're pulling it up through the roots rather than a yep. foliar application, yep. so that's where I need, you know, I, I'm not too smart, so I got a good toolbox. <laughs> so, you know, I, I said, Stephanie, what do you recommend? Because she's the chemistry person. Yep. She understands yep. the antagonism, the synergies through it, and uh, that's where she recommended the, the Capitalize product. Okay, Capitalize is? Potassium and calcium and sulfur. Okay, potassium, calcium, sulfur. It's different from the Micro 500. Correct. And it's, uh, tell me what the, mo what's it do? It just gets absorbed into this leaf right here? What what's happens? Well, it will get absorbed, you know, through the leaf. So it can be fully applied. It can be through the root system and taken into the plant. And it's kind of a balance of those micro, or those um, cations, the potassium and calcium, because those are the ones that tend to be limiting in some of those more coastal, coastal soils where you get lots of rainfall and you wash those cations through the soil. She can talk fast. She can talk I've fast. And she just, fast. she just, just use coastal soils and cations all at the same time. All right. Uh, Galen, none of this makes sense if I can't make it make money. Kevin says, I want to live to fight another day, meaning I want to farm again next year. That's what a lot of us want. We want to make sure our business is solvent. Well, you know, we're not going to get greedy. We don't mind getting greedy, but we don't have to get greedy. We want to make some money. Um, the treatment we talked about here, you don't have to give me exact numbers because I'm sure it varies just a little bit, but what are we talking about? Can I, what am I making on this? Well, you're, you know, a lot of the treatments, depending on the yield goal, you might run a treatment out here that's going to run you $25 or $30 per acre. But Stephanie talked about the five treatments we have. The reason we do five treatments is where's that diminishing return? Uh -huh. As you mentioned, profitability is important. You could do 10 treatments, but then you're throwing good money after bad, as we yeah, say. Yeah, you right? got to find out where the diminishing return is. You mentioned micronutrients, how we didn't used to look at them. Today, we do, but they're not the cheapest nutrients. Nitrogen, that used to be our cheap nutrient. We'd solve every problem. Yeah. with nitrogen. Yeah. Today we look at things like copper. Copper is not a cheap nutrient so we use someone like Kevin to put it out on his farm and trials kind of look at different rates. Mm -hmm. We can get that feedback to decide how much copper is the proper amount to put out there for a good payback or does it pay back at all at the yield levels that he's at. What have you learned just this year? Now Grant we haven't harvested this crop yet oh, yeah. because you've you've probably done enough of this now uh, even with agroliquids products you used it a year or two ago for the first time and you're bringing it on more and more. What have you learned just in the history with their product and about the, the program? Well, I've got to use our products in South Dakota on some research farms that we do up there with Ag PhD and, and the Hefty Boys. And uh, that got me feeling safe with it. And their agronomist, uh, Glenn Hertz, has really acknowledged he knows the products, he knows the synergistics, what works, don't work. And, um, you know, when, when someone like that, just because Galen's a nice guy and Stephanie's a smart lady, you know, I've got a, I got a, you know, $400,000 piece of equipment set in there between tractors and 24-row planters yeah. and I got to get acres per day. I got to, I've got to get this crop planted in a short window. Yeah. This soil's right here. The soil you've got about a about a 30-hour window of optimum planting uh -huh. and so when we planted this corn our emergence we had the completely emerged in less than 12 hours. That's our we you know that's our goal. We don't want to get out of that 12-hour window. You had to, say this again. So when the first plant emerges. Yep. 
all of them that was going to come up was done in 12 hours. Yeah, so you want a real, that, that then lends itself to even stand, which then leads to uh, yield per acre, because if you got an uneven stand, then all of a sudden this plant ain't never going to yeah. catch up, right? It's just, it's never going to catch up. Yeah, well, you know, it, and also, you know, you look for excuses. So that box is checked. So the next thing is, does the, does agri-liquids products perform? Because had I not checked that box, then agri-liquids at a disadvantage right out the gate. Yep. Or anybody's products. What we do wrong uh, as recently as five years ago, you're a young lady, but you've been in this for a couple of years. What we do wrong as recently as a few years ago that we're getting right in terms of this kind of, uh, you know, because you're really looking at, there's a lot of stuff that went in here. Right. I think, you know, not things that we're necessarily doing wrong, but the new technologies that come out help make things better. So there's lots of um, new technologies for application tools. And then there's also technologies, you know, for the fertilizer themselves. So adding more of those micronutrients, like we talked, uh, different components that program that help make the fertilizer more efficient. That's going to have a healthy, healthier plant, a happier plant, and then hopefully higher yields come at the end of the year. Well, we used to just throw a lot of stuff at it. You know, we were about the same age. You just yeah, throw more crap out there. You want to win a yield contest? You know, spend ten thousand dollars per acre to make a thousand. Just you know, no, get your yeah, blue. Yeah, nitrogen was forty dollars a ton. Damn, now it's over three hundred. Uh, yeah. We're doing a lot better job, and this is good for the environment. It's a good story for us to tell. We're putting less on, and we're doing more judicious uh, application, and we're getting better crops. Uh, am I missing anything? Not at all. And you've heard uh, Kevin mention a couple times synergies. And you know what we've discovered over time is nitrogen actually performs better at lower rates if it has something like manganese or iron out there with it. Right. They play a supporting role. We didn't used to know that. We, we just brought threw the more hydrous tank out and away we went. And now we know, okay, we don't need that 350 pound application of uh, anhydrous. We can get by with 200, but we have to support that application with some of these micronutrients. And we're doing, and it doesn't cost us much. And we're also doing better by the environment and then everybody's happy is there anything that we didn't cover when it comes to what you've done here that you think that the listener and viewer should learn or, or understand well, what we did Kevin a lot of people when they say our, you know when they say we're in that 300 bushel plus range on corn they they want to talk about how much nitrogen that we're talking yep. man you we know you dumped it out there well, actually our goal is to stay at three quarters of a pound of nitrogen units per bushel and you know traditionally it's 1.25 yeah it's you're almost half what yeah. we used to do I grew up 1.3 so. yeah so you know that's our goal is uh, you know you're using about you're using three quarters of a pound help me out here three quarters mm -hmm. of a pound per that's our goal per, per harvested bushel per harvested bushel of nitrogen and you're saying that there was a time not even that long ago you 1.3 pounds of nitrogen so we're cutting for, back and obviously with the expense but also from the environment well I mean it's so much safer and you know and the ability to tissue sample you know we're sitting there maintaining uh, four percent nitrate levels in the plants at you know 30 40 thousand population in some of these high yield plots um, that's that's sufficient. We're staying right in range. Agroliquid has a national footprint. Part of your pitch, I'm assuming, to the person, whether they're in Kansas or Indiana or, you know, wherever, the panhandle of Texas on irrigated corn acres, if there is such a place. Uh, I'm sure they're all, there's still these people out there that think it's kind of like nitrogen's the bench press. I can bench 350. <laughs> I put on 350 pounds of nitrogen. And you're out there saying, hey, that don't do anything, bench press boy. You know yeah. what you need to do? You need to have a full rounded workout. Are we still seeing people that are just nitrogen the hell out of stuff? They're bench pressing 350 for no apparent reason? Yeah, ch change is hard, Damien. And, you know, there are guys that are still just nitrogen focused. And, you know, there's probably some areas they can get by with that. But one thing that you 
you're seeing is just those guys that used to just do nitrogen, 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 they're starting to see some of the benefits of incorporating some other nutrients in it. And technology yeah. has helped that, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, and Damien, we can't sit here and tell a farmer that's, you know, raised a family, bought ground, paid their bills, that they've done things wrong. They, yeah. They've not. They've done a whole lot wrong. Sure, right, absolutely. But, You're gonna stay in this business. But we need to, business. you know, this. The reason this is, we got 135 acres of test plots right here, and um, out of 6,000 acres. So that's you can do the percentages on that. So. I really encourage people to get those test plots out there and try new things and see if that three-quarter pound will work with your soil type. Yeah. It don't work everywhere. I, but, by the way, Purdue Agricultural Economics degree, I did the math in my head, 135 acres on a, a 6,000 acres is about a 2.5% of his acres that are devoted to test plots. And he was wondering if I could do that. But anyway, I just did that right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm impressed. But I'm going to go to the smartest person here, and that's Stephanie. Um, yeah, dead on, nobody's point here ever is to degrade or or downplay or talk down to what somebody's doing, but there are still some folks that change We can always improve. And, and, and change is hard, and they're yeah. doing things where you're spending more money than you need to for the output you're getting, and since this is a business, and most of the people that are in agriculture want to do right by the ground, and do right by the environment, and do right by their next generation. So maybe you're 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 putting 50 bucks an acre out there you don't need to. Yeah. What else do we not cover that you think the world needs to know when it comes to uh, corn production today and agri-liquid? I think the biggest thing is balance and working with somebody. There's lots of resources out there. So agri-liquid has a team of trained agronomists and salesmen that can help understand the soil test. The Extreme Ag Group has a lot of people that, you know, they can talk to or you guys can talk to to get good information and help, you know, you make those decisions when it's, you know, coming back to your own family farm. Yeah, and you know, we're not pitch, pitch, pitch. Uh, if this stuff didn't work, Kevin would say, hey guys, I love you, you're nice people. But like he said, he's, he's got a family and he's got, a, he's got a wedding. Yeah. He's got a you wedding know. to pay for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He can't pay for his daughter's wedding if this stuff doesn't make any money. So this isn't about pitch, pitch, pitch. It's about what really works. And I appreciate you saying that. Um, it's about using the right stuff. Uh, is there anything else then, Kevin, that when you think about well, moving forward, are you going to be, you know, what do you see next year? Oh, we, you know, we're going to, it's too early to make those decisions. We're going to analyze what we've done. But one of the big things with Extreme Ag is, you know, we tell Galen this right up front and Stephanie, you know, we're, to, our members are going to see what makes it the break and don't make the break. Yeah. Because just because it failed on our farm don't mean it may be the the silver bullet for your farm. Yeah. I mean, there are no silver bullets, but you got to head in the right direction. And yeah. so it's a team approach. We're going to work together and we're going to analyze all the data and we're going to see, you know, if it grows, I don't care what the yield is, I'm going to want to improve it for next year. Yeah. And it's working. And Damien, I might just point out that, you know, we've talked about, you got to marry up the agronomics that Stephanie's talked about with the economics. And one thing that we, we do is working with someone like Extreme Ag, we get a lot of plots out. Yeah. And so we can actually take win rates. Maybe Capitalize doesn't win here, it wins 10 other plots. Yeah. That helps the farmer know whether he should expect a return. You can start setting a value for the farmer that, hey, this wins 90% of the time. In agriculture, we, culture, we 
overgeneralize a lot. So we're trying to set that proper expectation of what our actual win rate is on these products. I gotta admit, I actually like the uh, point you're saying, you know, we'll admit that this is an 84% win rate. You know, I'd still probably do it. If for a certain amount of dollars per acre, as a business guy, I'd still probably put it out there on 84% win rate. And I do like the honesty and the uh, transparency here because, you know, let's face it, you go to a seed plot. There's never been a seed company in the history of the world that said, you know, this, this right here, we got 44 pound test weight per bushel and it sucks, uh, but we're really proud of it. Yeah. You know, they always put out the stuff. It's pretty corn. Cool. It's, it's always got a 60 pound test weight and, 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 and 250 bushel per acre. Anyway, his name's Galen Beer. Her name is Stephanie Zelenko. He's Kevin Matthews of Matthews Family Farms here in North Carolina. And we talked about a lot of different nutrition that we're putting into a record setting crop, or we hope a record setting corn crop. We hope we've given you some lessons and some uh, learning and insights that you can use to cut your curve. It's the Cutting the Curve podcast where we promise you, give us a few minutes of your time and we'll shorten your learning curve to help your farm be more productive, more profitable, so you can pass on to the next generation. I'm Damian Mason. Please pass this along and always keep up with us at ExtremeAg.Farm. Thank you for tuning in to Cutting the Curve. Could your farming operation benefit from better drainage, lower costs, and increased yields? Advanced drainage systems can help. From drainage solutions to irrigation and water recycling, at ADS, their reason is water.